I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. Happy Friday. And for you Statesians, hope you had a great 4th of July yesterday. All right, what are we nerding out about today? I've got an interesting question that I'm going to want you to think about and then share your answers. Stay tuned for that question. Captain Influence found this organization that is combating negative news by only publishing positive news. I can't even wait to hear that one. We've got quite a few updates from the pop culture world and Captain Influence has this absolutely amazing story to share with you that's just going to blow your mind. Let's rock it. All right. So I am the real Brian. And I'm Captain Influence, and I'm back in the saddle, baby. Yes. Welcome back, man. I'll tell you, a week without Captain Influence is is like... It's like a week without Captain Influence. Yes, I know, right? Yes, I know. Exactly. Wow. That's... That's profound, yeah. man. Yeah, it well, was a it was an unex, it was an unexpected uh, week off. Yeah. Uh, wasn't planning on it, but boy, you and Troy killed it last week. Oh, that was you. a really good episode. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, you guys did just. It was just a good conversation. Uh, I, I I can't wait to go see Galaxy's Edge I now. I can't either. I mean, I I, I was kind of on the sh- I was totally on the on the fence about it before that interview and now i'm like oh well they have it in california too and you don't have to buy into the whole hotel thing yeah although the hotel thing sounds awesome yeah it's too immersive that's too much for me i mm. i, I want to go there for a few hours and be immersed in it and then leave i don't want to stay overnight you know have to keep doing the whole thing into into you know dinner at night and then the next morning and it's just too much for me personally so what's really cool is they have both options Right. Yeah. So for those of us who do want to go and immerse for the, you know, the next, the rest of your life, essentially, because I, I, I hear that once you go to that hotel, you never check out. I think the Eagles wrote about <laughs> something like that, except that was Hotel something California. Like this would be Hotel Florida. So Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, cool. I'm excited. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Troy, a.k.a. Machine Shadow. He did a great job. As always, good yeah. to have him on. So good. He's a pro. Yes, he is. So, my goodness, we, we have some fun stuff to talk about. I mentioned some fun little pop culture things, which we'll get to towards the end of the show. And, yeah, I'm excited to hear about this little unleashing of the superhero good news website organization that you found. So we'll talk about that There's shortly. There's a couple. There's actually oh. more than a couple, but oh. I'll just talk about two of them. And then, of course, we've got some nerd out stuff. We're going to go off here in a minute. First of all, 4th of July was yesterday. You know, that typically means celebrating. Fireworks, barbecues, homemade ice cream, some good stuff. Yeah, I know. Doesn't that sound good right now? It mm-hmm. was really good last night, but hopefully it sounds good right now, too. <laughs> There's some pretty cool fireworks displays around the area. You go up into the mountains, Estes Park, for example, they put on this incredible fireworks display, and it's in a valley you know, with the mountains surrounding you. So every time a firework goes off, it echoes in the mountains. So it's like boom, 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 boom. So That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah, definitely and, no and, bears oh, around that time of year. How does anyone find parking? There's about 6,000 residents in Estes Park. On the weekend of 4th of July, approximately 100,000 plus people descend in on that small town. 
It's insanely crazy. It's just out of control. But you know, we've we've got some, you know, perks. (laughs) So we don't have to deal with the the crowds, which is really nice. That's right. But it's fun. I mean, it's worth it. It's such a good show. Anyway. I hope everyone was safe. What did you do? Did you did you watch fireworks make homemade ice cream? I didn't do Jack. Oh, you probably watched Stranger Things, didn't you? (laughs) No, I'm gonna be watching that. I'm gonna be binging that tomorrow. That's when my binge starts. Okay. Well, so the question yeah. is, who actually skipped out on the 4th of July to binge Stranger Things season three? That's really what I want. They know. did. I promise. I'm sure a lot of people did. millions yeah. did. In fact, see, yeah. my question is, why can't you do both? Watch Stranger Things after the fireworks, which is what I did. <laughs> I know you've got this scintillating, powerful, man, beautiful story powerful doesn't begin to describe it brian you know when i wanted to watch stranger things and i heard the story that you're about to share right now i was like i don't even need stranger things all i need is captain influences story it's more of a statement than a story but it will blow your mind wow go ahead brian i just want you to know that i had another healthy bowel movement this morning wow and that's powerful isn't that great yeah now, listeners might be asking, well, where'd that come from? Do you usually not? No, I usually do. I just yeah. want that was Brian thought that was really important. And it, it I is. kind of agreed with him. Yeah, I it's like, you know, how people say it, another day above ground is another great day. It's like, you know, another day with a healthy, another, healthy bowel movement is another great day. And another week two. without Captain Influence is another week without. I mean, these are profound, powerful stories. I am too blessed to be stressed, Brian. Mm. Man, yeah, I love it. So what are you nerding so, out about, Captain Influence? <laughs> <laughs> what am I nerding about, real Brian? Let's think. The thing I'm nerding out the most about right now is, you may remember uh, last year in some episode, I mentioned that I was reading the Red Rising series by Pierce Brown. I do remember that. Yeah, and I was just going nuts about it because it, it was so amazing. Well, I started listening to the audiobooks of it. It's been enough months that I, I just wanted to start up again. I am floored all over again at how good that guy's writing style is and how good the story is in that series. There are four books in the series right now. The fifth one called Dark Age is coming out later this year sometime. I just can't wait. What I really wish is that someone like HBO, someone who really knows how to make that type of story into compelling and quality cinema, would grab that the film rights to that and run with it like they did with Game of Thrones. If they would just do that, it's so filmable. It's not even funny. As long as they don't destroy the, you know, last season of this. Exactly. I don't think this author is going to cop out like Martin did on his series. You know, once HBO picked up Game of Thrones, Martin just totally, he was already in a funk between books four and five or something like that. As the show picked up speed and kept getting better and better and better, he just said, eh, screw it. I don't need to keep going. I'll let these guys do it for me and I'll just consult and let them go off my outline or whatever. But I don't think Pierce Brown would do that. Before Red Rising becomes a series, and please let it become a series, if it ever does, he will finish the series. I'm confident of that. So Good. So it would be a little different. But if they just follow the books exactly, they could not go wrong. I recommend it to anybody. It's, it's probably the best science fiction series I've ever read in my entire life. And I've read a lot. Well, I know you've yeah. read a lot and you've got pretty yeah. high standards too. Pretty Interesting. Well, okay. Well, <laughs> I guess that's subjective, but yeah, <laughs> that's no. what I've been learning about lately. That's good. Well, I need to look into that because Johnny pistol shot and I were talking about this, especially with games 
which we'll get into because we're going to talk about E3 made its big announcements. They do this every year. And this is actually what half a month ago already, but we never did talk about what were some of our favorite announcements. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but Johnny pistol shot and I were talking about, there are not enough good co-op story games anymore. They used to make that that way. You know, you, if you want a story, you have to play solo slash single player only. Which, okay, that's fine because there's a lot of people out there that don't have any friends or don't want to have any friends and they just want to play and or, or they just want to game by themselves and not interact with anyone. And there's a lot of people yeah. that do that. But interestingly, there actually are a lot of us out there who, who only want a game as a co-op situation. And in fact, there was a, a comment saying, well, if this game isn't co-op, I'm not going to buy it. And a bunch of people started attacking this guy saying... Well, that's ridiculous. Why would you judge a game based on whether it was co-op or not? He's like, because I like <laughs> friends and I like to play with other people. Like, I don't want to do this alone. So I don't know. There's a very weird culture surrounding that, but we were talking yeah. about how co-op games, anything that you can play with friends, basically when it comes to gaming is either just like endless killing, which gets really old after a while or endless Diablo. grinding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you're just grind. That's all you do. There's nothing out there really anymore that has incredible story with the exception of something like Guild Wars 2 or a couple or, games like uh, that. A Way Out by Origin. True. Or at least you can get it on the Origin store. That's a really good two-person co-op game. They're out there, but we also were talking about where are the good sci-fi storylines in games again? And I right. interestingly, it's the same thing with like TV shows, movies, you know, they went into the big zombie craze for a while. They've gone into a lot of the dystopian ah. kind of stuff, you know, and it's just, I'm getting, or now they're doing the whole prequel thing where it's like, let's go back in time or back in history. And I'm like, guys, can we go back to the future and <laughs> go back to sci-fi and get <laughs> aliens? Fly. Exactly. I mean, I'm just, I'm getting kind of tired of this craze. I'm, of this. Ugh, I'm ready for sci-fi again, man. I'm really, really sick of the zombie thing. It's been played on long oh, enough. It's way it's old just now. Not, you wouldn't believe the number of zombie computer games there are out there to play. It's just ridiculous yeah. how many there are. And they're all pretty similar. So yeah. I think it's run its course. Um, yeah. Didn't the zombie craze kind of start in the late 90s and it really came into full swing in the early 2000s? And yet here we are, uh, 2019, still going. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Think of Resident oh, Evil. Uh, true. Resident I never Evil got into out. the Resident Evil franchise. So, but But you're right. That was a big popular zombie franchise before i was even paying attention oh yeah but so. that was one of the first that kind of came to popularity and that's been a while yep. ago it's been at least yep. 15 years ago, ago at least oh more than that well i mean since the movies came out oh true but yeah resident evil video games were what 90s i think yep i never yep. played them but anyway all right well that's very cool so thank you for the recommendation red rising series i'm going to check it out too because i'm looking for some good sci-fi oh it's the best so my question here, this is something I, I love to nerd out about stuff like this in general. And I actually saw this question on a tip jar. You know how you have two choices of tip jars and it was like, which element would you like to control? And one was fire and one was water. And I thought that's a great question and something I've actually thought of before, <laughs> if you can believe this. And uh-huh. it's something that I've been kind of nerding out a little bit about for fun on my own, because, you know, when you play games like Guild Wars 2 or Diablo or some of those games, I typically will play a what they call the casting class. So it's going to be someone like a wizard or an elementalist or a mage or whatever, whatever they're called. Basically control fire, water, air. Yeah, wield the elements. And it's interesting. I read a book series. This has been a few years ago, actually. And it was a it was a cool book series. I think it was only a three or four book series. 
I would almost say it was kind of a Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings kind of style, but it was definitely written more for youth. It was just cool because the idea was that they would control elements. But what was really cool about it is that they would actually talk about what the elements represented and why people would be more adept at certain elements or attracted to certain elements. And I thought that was just so fascinating. So when I saw this on the tip jar, I was like, this is a good, we need to talk about this on the show. What element would you want to control and why? That's the question. I want you to think about it. And we definitely have to get your answers just because I'm so curious. Like, and you got to talk about it because you might be thinking, well, you gotta. Would, let me explain. We gotta. So before you go any further, what book series were you talking about? It's called the Magi series. And the first <laughs> book is actually called the Magi. And then the second is the sphere. The third is the temple. And it's by Kevin M. Turner. It was really fun. I mean, again, it's, it's definitely more for the teen. It's not teen audience, but young, oh, young uh, adult. Uh, that's what uh, it is. Young adult. Yeah. Which, yeah. which by the way, for some reason, red rising is pegged as a young adult series and it is not even sort of a young adult series, not even kind of, and I'm not sure why it's pegged that way. Yeah. Maybe because of the contents of the first book. It's a vicious, gritty, politically charged betrayal and plot twists left and right hmm. and action series it's not for young adults or i mean it's sure it's for young adults as long as you're a young adult but it's not a kid's book even sort of so gotcha yeah and yeah. this one definitely is you know for me i was immersed in the story it was very interesting and it felt kind of harry potterish but it was really okay. cool i just had a really good time with it it was a little lighthearted at times and had some moments of, of cool things but fun good so the cool part about this is they describe the elements and what the elements represent like for example fire typically would represent those who have a little bit more anger and rage. And so that, you know, comes out or like chaos because fire spreads and can be more chaotic. So they were saying that personalities more with the anger, rage and the chaos and that kind of thing would be more attracted to fire and more adept at controlling fire. Whereas water, because water comes together, it's more of people who enjoy more community. You know, they're, they're teamwork based. It's more peaceful. Water is peaceful, but can be, obviously very destructive and very not chaotic, but not necessarily just peaceful, but it was very interesting how they were talking about water. And if you are angry or whatever, you can't control water very well, which Mm. I thought was kind of cool. And then air is kind of the unstable personality. So some people can control air like electricity, for example, um, or winds, but not everybody's able to control air because it's unpredictable, which is kind of interesting. And then earth is like the more protective type of person. So, you know, yeah, like a maternal type, the whole mother earth thing, you know, but they were talking about that. It's designed to protect because of the way that earth would work. So anyway, it was really, really cool how they, and of course that's just a summary of what it is, but it always got me thinking like, Hmm, I wonder what element I would want to control. And of course my first response is, well, all of them. Hello, (laughs) (laughs) because duh, take your pick, man. I'm not taking my, no, but if I were to really think about it, I was like, Hmm, I have an idea, but you first. Of the four elements you named, I think I would want to control air because high winds and and nasty weather make me really nervous, yeah. and I would want to be able to control that. So that's just my instinctive answer. I'm not enough of an angry person to, for fire. I don't like destroying things per se. Water would be my second choice, I think. Earth, you know what? I don't like, you know how when you grab a pile of dirt off the ground and you rub your, rub it into your hands or whatnot? You smell it. Like, like, like the it. farmer, you know? Yeah. yeah. That that just gives me the worst shivers. Like <laughs> getting my hands literally dirty just 
creeps me out. It's just one of my little things. Everyone's got them, right? Yeah, yeah. But one of my little things is that I don't like to get my hands literally dirty in, especially like dry soil. It just, uh, just thinking about the dryness on my fingers and hands just it has a real negative reaction <laughs> in, my, in my mind. So it would either be air or water. Now, to be perfectly honest, I'd rather control the fifth element, Brian. Oh, what's that? Love. Oh, that's so precious. That's why I'm Captain Influence. I want to be able to control. I, I want people to stop getting so mad at each other over stupid stuff. Oh, I agree with so that. I would control people's perceptions, basically. So you would control Lilu. How dare you? No. How dare you? No, no, <laughs> no. That's a fifth if element I did, reference. If by I the did, way. anyone I control, Brian, totally would kidding. feel like it was all them in control. Trust me. I know. No, I'm because Lilu <laughs> is the fifth element. For those of you who totally missed that yeah. reference, yeah. No, that makes sense though, and I, I'm with you on that one. I think that's a good point, and honestly, love trumps all. Uh, and I'm not just that. saying that out of cheese; that it's true, man. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, that's good. You know what's funny about Earth? I'm actually in the same boat with that one. Boat. That's water, dude. Oh uh, yes, sir. I'm sorry. I'm in the uh, the same field <laughs> as you with that one. It's interesting because I don't care about Earth like that either. Like I'm not somebody who sits there and rubs dirt oh. in my hands, and I'm I'm the same exact way. It's like eh. So yeah, when I when I was hearing about the controlling of Earth, I'm like eh. Even playing Guild Wars two, you can control Earth, and I don't care. It's the yeah, least element. Yeah, the element I use the least <laughs> for either. sure. And I'm like eh. But interestingly, there is a new, I don't know if I would, it is a movement. Let's call it a movement, but there's actually truth to this and it's called earthing. And this is real, by the way, they're Mm. saying that if you, and of course, some of these people, depending on what you believe here, these people are saying you're connecting to the earth's natural energy. Well, okay, cool. If there's truth to that, great. But what the truth of it is, is that getting into the soil of the earth, there are microorganisms, there's all kinds of good things in the actual earth, in the dirt, in the grass, you know, stuff like that. Touching it to your skin and, you know, your the bottom of your feet. That's why going barefoot in the grass is actually a good thing. They actually tell you that it helps you to be healthier in a lot of ways. That's why a lot of people go out in the garden and they're actually seeing a correlation that kids that play in the dirt essentially are outside like we did because that's what we did when we were kids, you know, versus... Mm-hmm those who don't because they're inside playing video games all the time actually have (laughs) significant health differences. Like we Ah, were healthier because we were outside in the dirt and these eating dirt. Yeah. yeah, And these new kids are not anyway, there is a correlation to that. So regardless of whether you control the earth element or not, I guess earthing is probably important, but back to the topic here, (laughs) fire, water, air. There are reasons why I would want to control all three of those elements, but I think water would be the one I would probably be the most attuned to. So air, I love it, man. I love storms. I love lightning. I would just, you know, you think about storm on the X-Men and I'm like, oh, that'd mm-hmm. be so cool, you know, to be able to control weather and control. You're right. I hate the wind too. <laughs> like high <laughs> winds, like bring me anxiety big time too. So I, I would be like, nope, stop. And I was actually thinking a cool power would be that you could fly, but that you could put a protective bubble around you. So that no matter how cold it was, no matter how windy it was, you would be completely protected from the basically the storm elements, which I thought would be kind of cool, too. But here's the thing with air is I'm not unpredictable. And as cool as that would be fire, I I think it would be cool. I have my little anger streaks. I would not say that I'm chaotic. So for me, it would not want to be like out spreading destruction like that. No, that's not me at all. Pyro. Yeah. 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 No, thanks. 
I'm not a rage person necessarily at all. Like I said, anger streaks. So fire would be cool, but probably not accurate. But water does make the most sense. And interestingly enough, I'm consistently drawn to water. If there is a creek, a river, a lake, a waterfall, an ocean, I want to be there. You know, for example, I I was biking this week. The creeks and the rivers around here are really full right now because of all the all the snow and the, the rain we've had. So I just pulled over and I'm like, I just need to listen to the water. I just got to feel it, you know, and I feel there's like, an app for that, dude. I know well, it's not the same, man, <laughs> but like I always feel better when it rains. Not I'm only happy when it rains, you know, like garbage. I, exactly. But <laughs> I do feel better when it rains. So when I'm around water and it's raining, I actually it's interesting. So I think, and because I'm such a community based person and I love people and I love teamwork, I think that water would make the most sense. Plus controlling water would be pretty freaking cool. So I think I got to go along that one. That's a good answer. I like love though. It's a cheesy cop out, but (laughs) (laughs) it's as cheesy as it gets. I really just wanted the fifth element reference, please. I mean, this is one of those completely useless discussions, but then again, it's really not because if you think about it, you you get a little bit of an inside glimpse to your personality and to your reactions when you think about these elements. <laughs> and you might be like, yeah. well, that's why I love staring at fire all the time. Or that's why I love to go out and try to get struck by lightning or, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> or I oh, dig myself man. into the dirt and try to bury myself alive because I love the feel of dirt. You guys are sick, man. Why would you think that stuff? That's what I want to hear, though, is what element you would want to control and why. So send your thoughts in, please. It'd be fun to hear these. Pipe in on Slack, guys. Yeah, or Facebook group, or you can just email me. If you just want to do the old school way, trb at realbrianshow.com. I actually read every single email, and I will respond to them all in time. Yeah, and Green Butterfly, come on, where you been? We need a little voice recording of what element you would like to. I hope she's still alive and didn't get shot down because she's been flying around a lot. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, that happens all the time. Planes getting shot down. Yeah, it's terrible. Horrible. Nuts. Well, speaking of, world. of good news versus bad news, because we don't want to talk about, you know, plane crashes and horrible things. Heck no. We have an unleash the superhero moment here. I'm really excited about this. You found a couple of good organizations, essentially, that talk about positive, inspiring news versus all the, you know, every other crap. news outlet. Yeah, yeah. So talk about this. Basically, what I've discovered is the Good News Network, goodnewsnetwork.org, and then there's another one called sunnyskies.com. That's S-K-Y-Z. These websites are two websites that just have like a CNN or Fox style headlines, stories you can click on, and they're all just positive, good, feel-good stories of people unleashing their superheroes. Hmm. And you can find them every day. There's different stories. Because there's lots of good stuff going on out there, but most of us aren't exposed to it. Because of the mainstream negative media, the M&Ms. Yeah. So if you're ever feeling down, you can visit sites like goodnewsnetwork.org and sunnyskies.com. Put it on your bookmarks on your browser and just visit that. If you if you have the habit of visiting news, news sites every morning to start your day or whatever, put that one in there as well. You can't go wrong. And by the way, we'll have these links in the show notes too if you want to go check these out. You know, so this gave me an idea and this is something that when we first started the show almost three years ago, if you can believe this man, no, part- I feel it's been longer. <laughs> I know <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> seem longer. Oh my gosh. The show's dragged on for three years. There's been a lot of changes on the show. There's been a lot of stuff going on and you know, there have been some interesting comments, you know, there have been things people have said over the years and some of the stuff I've shared 
And some of it is just the advice of people who know what they know and they don't know what they don't know kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But when I look at the Unleash the Superhero segment that we've been doing and tried to do, whether it was a Monday episode or whether it's been, you know, morphed into part of Fridays and stuff, it's always been with the intention of either having a guest on the show, which we do very much intend to start having guests back on the show again. It's just a matter of there's some, you get your there's logistics. Feet on the ground. Yeah, exactly. So there's that, right? If we don't have a guest on, and by the way, these guests come on with inspiring stories of overcome, you know, how they've unleashed their superhero, that kind of thing. But if we don't have a guest on, Sharing stuff like this, I think, is really important. You know, having that interesting, positive story. But maybe maybe that's what we do is we add a news segment periodically like this where yeah. we can just talk about this because sometimes it's nice to hear that. Guess what, guys? There actually are good things going on around the world. And it is interesting all because place. all I look at, I don't even read the news anymore. I haven't for years. But the only thing that I read on the news will typically be like a sports update on some of the teams that I follow and that's it. I don't even read the weather anymore because I can get weather from my own apps and they're usually more accurate. Even the sports updates aren't even positive and they typically do paint certain things in the incorrect light. I find it hilarious because I'll talk to the people that actually are a part of these sports teams and they'll be like, yeah, that's not exactly true the way they published it. And it never usually is. It's always some, you know, I don't know, personal or subjective. It's, It's that's what I'm looking for. It's always some subjective bent on it, but Going back to if you look at like the mainstream news stuff, I don't think anything is ever positive anymore. And it's like, is is there anything good happening in the world? You know, I've noticed being a a lifelong absorber of, you know, mainstream media, as most of us have been. You can't help but see that they try to leaven their bread with little scraps of good, inspiring stories here and there. Some outlets do it better than others or more often than others. But yeah. even the bad ones try to throw us a little bone here and there. But the, the gross majority of the stories that are thrown at us in the news is negative. Obviously, we all know that. Yeah. So it's just so nice to have these sources of legitimate news stories that don't, I don't know that they're spun so much like the mainstream stuff is in just that it's, it's bringing to light these instances of people unleashing their superheroes mm-hmm. and, they're, and they're not hard to find once you go to those sites there's tons of stories on each on all of them there's a lot and those are just two those are just two that i named there's several others yeah yeah for example online gamer legend dr lupo raised just under a million dollars a couple weeks ago for the saint jude children's research hospital in four and a half hours apparently online gaming celebrities can actually have a purpose after all <laughs> that's great because i never thought they could well come on we're gamers we, they're overprivileged we, are they though? people who just play video games and they're really good at it. Don't get me wrong. You're just but jealous. It's, no, I, I'm a little jealous, <laughs> but it's, it's so nice to see them using that platform for good. And yeah. that's awesome. You know, people are always telling me, you know, Brian, just be the really, it's, it's interesting too. And when people will listen to my show, some people will say, I feel like you're kind of holding back and I'll be like, really? Like in what way? <laughs> yeah. And they'll say like, you're not angry enough. You know, you don't, you don't polarize enough. You don't rant enough. And I thought, okay, well maybe that's what you're looking for. And maybe there is a truth to that because sometimes I hold back on what I really want to say, because what I really want to say is really going to be intense. There's something that I really want to say right now. It's going to be intense. It may piss some people off. You may not like what I have to say yet. I still have to be respectful. 
So until I have a way to say it that is respectful and yet still gets the point across, I just don't say it or with (laughs) truthfully, it gets edited out, you know, stuff like that, because it's just not going to do anything to, you know, edify anyone. Essentially, all of that to be said is why do I have so many frustrations? And I think the answer is, is because I'm not focusing enough on the positive because we've said this before, you get more of what you focus on. So if we're focusing on these positive news stories and not at all allowing those negative news stories to even enter our lives, our brains, our attention, whatever, then wouldn't it be fair to say that we would be less frustrated for the most part? Certainly over time. Yeah. Yeah. There are times in lives where our lives, you know, where we're surrounded by people that we look up to, you know, we're inspired by, we want to be more like, or, or maybe there's just things about them that we're like, man, I just, I love being around this person because these aspects of this person make me feel good in these, you know, whatever ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's other people that you're around. Maybe they, you don't feel anything from it. Maybe you're not inspired by them, but man, they're great friends. You're just having a great time and it doesn't really matter because you guys are kindred spirits essentially, but you're not necessarily inspired by them. And then there's the other, other people that you're around them and you're serving them. If you allowed them to, they would drag you down. They would discourage you, but you're there because you need to be there for those people because they need you sort of thing. You know, Mm. there's always those, I think three groups of people that are in your lives. There should be a good balance of that. I hope, (laughs) but sometimes we get out of balance with that. And so you start to, but that's with anything, right? You get out of balance with what you are feeding yourself with. If you're feeding yourself crappy food, you're going to have a lot of problems. If you're feeding yourself crappy news, you're going to have a lot of problems, so on and so forth. So I've been thinking a lot about that lately, too. So I'm glad you brought this up because I got to thinking that I need to focus more on those positive things. Never forget the past. Never forget the reasons why you're here and why you're doing what you're doing, the things that have defined you, but don't let them define you in the future. We'll see if we can't put those two links in the show notes and just go to them and bookmark them. Yeah, have some fun. I appreciate this, man. You know what? I'm going to challenge each of us. If you're a news consumer, I'm going to challenge you to walk away from mainstream news for a while. Trust me. If something big happens that you need to know about, someone will tell you, don't worry. You will find out. You're not going to miss out. Trust me. I've never missed out on big news things. So I'm going to challenge you. Step away from the negative news media and try stepping into the positive stuff and let's see what happens. Good challenge. Love it, man. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Well, we already talked a little bit about Stranger Things. I have not actually watched enough of it to be able to review it quite yet. So let's talk about it more next week. Yes. After we've watched. I don't know if I'll binge the entire season by then, but we can at least have some, you know, good stuff to talk about by then. Right. Yeah. But I think that's kind of the big thing that everybody's really excited about. Like, oh my gosh, Stranger Things and, season three. It's crazy. And for good reason, because the first two seasons were fantastic. Yeah. And the thing that I'm always nervous about is that we get hyped up and we're all excited. And then it's like, well, yeah, is it as good as we think? Yeah. So let's hope. Yeah, let's hope. Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man Far From Home comes out today. Oh, yes. I am very excited about going to see that. Then there's a few things coming out this year, but it's not a huge summer year for me personally. Yeah, I just saw a news article about that, that Hollywood's kind of flopping this summer in general. Mm-hmm. You know, ever since Avengers Endgame, they've just kind of been throwing mediocre stuff at us. So, yeah. Well, so maybe what we'll actually get are less blockbusters, in which case maybe there will be some, I mean, with all the respect, better movies. <laughs> 
Yeah. Because the blockbusters, I think, are just kind of getting overdone right now. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I got to be honest. I love the Fast and Furious franchise, so the Hobbs and Ugh. Shaw thing will be hilarious. But that's in August. Already. I mean, we're, we're a month out already from that. So we'll see. But Spider-Man, got to go see that. We'll talk about that hopefully next week as well. All right. So I know this is a couple weeks old as far as the E3 announcements, and we're not here to announce all that, but E3 is a lot with the the gaming news and some electronic news and stuff. But I was just curious to hear what you're most excited about and some of the cool things that are coming out. Okay, three things that I'm slightly excited about are the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game, Borderlands 3, which is because it's Borderlands. Yes. And Marvel's Avengers by Square Enix. So those three games I'm kind of looking forward to. Nothing too strongly. You know, I'm I'm really looking forward to like Elder Scrolls Six, which is going to be another year or two away because they're taking their sweet time with it. Hopefully, it'll be worth the wait, like Skyrim was. What about you? Definitely Borderlands Three. The first two Borderlands were just amazing games. They were so unique, so fun. And guess what? Co-op. You can play four-player yeah. co-op on that game and go through all the stories and all the DLCs. That's, I mean, that's a fantastic game, and I love it, and I've always loved it. So much humor in it. There were some DLCs in Borderlands 2 that were some of the funniest bits of gameplay I think I've ever played in my life. It was so much fun. Yeah. We laughed so hard. So yeah, I'm hugely, hugely excited about Borderlands 3. And it is, I mean, it's on pre-order right now. And I really do hope we all get it so we can all, I hope, I don't even know if they have co-op mode, but they better so we can do that four-player co-op again. I bet they will. Yeah, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, it looks really interesting. I'm not sure. I don't know enough about it. But I'm, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, of course. And then Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel is going to be amazing. And then an interesting thing, which is not a game, but it is uh, based on gaming, is Google Stadia, which just got announced. And that's coming out here pretty dang soon. So the interesting part about Google Stadia is that it's an idea of not needing expensive gaming equipment to play the next big release title is what they're calling. So All you have to do is open up a browser, select a game, start playing. There's no lengthy download required. You don't have to have all the cool things and everything. You just play the game. Oh, and they're going to say that it's about $10 a month to play unlimited games. You got to have at least a 30 megabit download connection for the full eight. uh, I guess it's a 4K HDR 60 frames per second, which is perfect for gaming. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you got to wonder is like, is this going to be amazing or what? And how the heck is is this going to destroy the gaming industry? Who knows? It sounds amazing to me. And the crazy part is, though, is you don't have to have the gaming power. Yeah, you don't so, have to have a nice uh, video card or anything like that. I, That's nuts. I don't know. They're saying you don't. It's like VPN gaming. The other kind of VPN. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll see. But there you go. Google Stadia. Look it up. Or Stadia. It depends on how you announce it. But Stadia. Stadia. It's Stadia, Somalian. not Stadia. Honestly, she's a nightmare. Well, that's it. That's all I've got for this week. It is a holiday week, so, you know, enjoy your Friday. Have a great weekend. You know, we're taking the entire weekend off, just having some good times. Thanks, Captain Influence. I appreciate it, as always. And, of course, and, and this was something grossly missing last week. We cannot end an episode without something deep. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. You know those CAPTCHA things that verify if you're human or not on some websites? I'm always a little nervous that some website will decide that I'm not human and send the men in black after me. I just hope that it's the original team because I really want to scream, I didn't kill my wife, 
at Agent K. Fakwapa! <laughs> those worm guys. Those worm guys were my favorites. Oh, the worm guys. Man, I... <sighs> but that wasn't what I was referencing. I, it doesn't matter. The worm guys were just awesome. <laughs> I got the fugitive rescue. That was awesome. Okay, good. <laughs> you know what the music means? Let's oh, go, yes. man. More homemade ice go cream. Mo- more Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Have fun. Thanks for joining us. We will have, of course, those links in the show notes. Go do that positive news challenge. Tell us which elements you would like to control and why. Have a glorious, glorious week. We'll see you next week. The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.